Hi, it's Paul Ward with the Home and Ranch team, and welcome to another edition of Farm Talk. Today I'm very excited because we have a guest, uh, Mary Marinville with CAG, which, under, which stands for Students for Echo Education and Agriculture. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Yeah, it's great that you could join us. So what is CAG all about, and, and how did you get involved in this? Well, I grew up on a dairy farm in upstate New York, so my whole childhood was spent with uh, farmers and cows, uh -huh. and I moved to California 20 years ago, and I was invited to um, watch a field trip that took place at Hanson Agriculture Research and Extension Center, uh -huh. and it was a field trip for third graders. They were learning about local agriculture, and that was my aha moment. So I decided to start an agricultural education program, um, and that was about 11 years ago. Wow. And um, so that was the inspiration really is just my father was a farmer and growing up in that environment, and, and I never had anyone come to my school and teach me about the wonderful, you know, occupation that my father did. No one came mm -hmm. to my school and said farmers are providing food for us to survive and to, you know, to live. So when I saw this field trip, I said, why didn't I have this opportunity when I was in elementary school? So I just took it from there. Yeah, I don't think it really is even today, even though we live in this rich agricultural community, Ventura County, California, it's really not part of the everyday classroom curriculum. I mean, it really takes people like you and organiza organizations like SEAG to put on special programs. Is that correct? It's not part of everyday Yes, program. and the reason is, is because when our educational system was set up, I think it was about um, over 200 years ago, they, everyone lived on a farm. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, their their grandparents had the farm. So we got summers off to work on the farm. Mm -hmm. And we didn't go back to school until after harvest. So right. that's why it was never uh, a subject in the classroom. Of course, we have science, plant science, but agricultural education is not part of the instructional day. And so that's why my program is so successful is because it is needed. Um, but the schools to this day still do not provide uh, agriculture as a subject. Yeah, that is, that is, that is shocking. You, you guys do quite a bit. Um, tell us about the, the farm lab classroom. Okay. Well, our mission is educating students in the greater community about the farm origins of their food and agricultural's contribution to our nutritional well-being. So that's our mission. Um, and Farm Lab was really is the first program. That's the heart of CAG's programming. We go into the schools, elementary schools, third grade in particular, 
And we teach kids who don't even know what the word agriculture means. We, what is agriculture? And it's so right. cute to hear their definitions. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the science of farming. It's cultivating the soil. It's planting and growing crops. Mm-hmm. It's harvesting those crops and, just, and, and providing distribution of those crops to grocery stores and farmers markets. So, and then our second question is, once we tell them what agriculture is, we say, who's connected to agriculture? Right. And these kids look at each other like, I'm not connected to it. Or a few raise their hand and they say, my cousin works at this farm or my uncle. Right. But they, they, they laugh and they, you know, they don't. And I say, well, who here eats? Who here wears clothes? If you eat and you wear clothes, you're connected to agriculture. So it gives them that first initial visceral connection to agriculture that they're, they are connected to it. Eating is an agricultural act. And so then we talk to them about what crops grow in their own backyard, the plant, um, the parts of the plant. So these foundation, the foundation of agricultural literacy. Right. And then the second part of the program is taking them out of the school and bringing them to a farm. And in our case, it's Petty Ranch, which is located in uh, Satakoy in Ventura County. Yep. And this is a multi-generational ranch. Um, he grows citrus avocados mm-hmm. um, mainly, and then he also grows figs. So okay. he grows three different specialty crops. So we, um, we take the kids there, and um, we, again, go over what they learned in the classroom. And then we divide them up into different groups, and we have a plant station, a water station, a soil station, and an entomology bug station. And then they go around, they rotate to those different stations and learn more about those subjects. I bet that is so much more educational and beneficial to them than simply looking through a, you know, fourth grade classroom textbook or looking at a slideshow because it's something that they're going to remember forever. I mean, I remember going to the, to the pumpkin patch when I was in kindergarten and my mom thought, Oh, you know, Oh great. He's going to go get a pumpkin. We don't need to get one later on. And I brought one of these little, you know, sugar pumpkins that weighed about, you know, one pound. And she right. said, we, we still need to go get a pumpkin, you know? Right. But I, and, I still remember that, you know, 45 plus years later. And Paul, you're not alone. I've had so many adults and it's so rewarding for me to hear what you just said, because I didn't think about that when I started this. You just think about the agricultural education, the education opportunity that you're offering these kids. But when we get letters, so we mm-hmm. see with this program, 3000 students a year. So we receive hundreds of letters and the, what these students write about that they remember. And they're also telling us, you know, I'm going to start a garden. So it leaves a lasting impression and, and a lasting memory. The other thing that I never thought of when I started this is how dependent we are to technology. Mm-hmm. You know, the kids are just on their computers they're on their, they have their own phones now. So all that has to be put away and they're walking around trees and plants. They're 
They're um, looking at the dirt. They're looking for bugs mm -hmm. in, in, at the farm. Right. So it really is offering um, a connection to um, nature and, and an, a farm ecosystem as well. And you said, you, you asked me one more question, sorry. You said um, these kids, the opportunity of learning right at the farm as opposed to learning um, from a book. Right. Absolutely. And that's the trend in, ad, in education across the country is it's called Next Generation Science Standards. Right. And it's kids having experiences, learning from experiences as opposed to just learning from reading or what a teacher is, is right. um, saying in a classroom. Right. I know, I mean, my, my wife has been a teacher for over 20 years and I know, you know, the teachers have to decide to, you know, they only have so much money for field trips and which field trip are they going to take? You know, that's kind of like, you know, we, we get one field trip a year and they got to decide, you know, which one they're going to take. How does SEAG kind of fit into that? Is there kind of outside funding or is it the districts that help with these trips? Well, thank you for asking that. We are a 501c3, so our funding comes from grants, donations, and we um, offer all of our programming uh, free of cost. So it's 100% free, and we provide uh, bus transportation as well, which is unheard of. Oh, wow. So that's why our um, calendar fills up very quickly because it's not an expense to the school. So if they do decide to go on our field trip, maybe they can decide to go to um, an, on an ocean biology field trip because ours is free. They don't have right. to worry about um, having to spend um, their precious field trip money on our field trip. So, And I, and I read that you've, actually had over four, is it 40,000 kids come through the program? Is that the correct number? Yes, that's over the year. So uh -huh. on that program, we see 3,000 kids a year. Um, and we see kids in the classroom and then every Tuesday and Thursday morning throughout the school year. So they're at Petty Ranch throughout the school year on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then we have our nutrition program um, that we do. And we see about... Uh, 3,000 kids with that. Wow. And then we have a STEAM careers and agriculture program, which is science, technology, engineering, agriculture, and math okay. um, careers that are available to middle um, and high school. And of course, if they go on to college, um, we teach them about the degree requirements for, for certain careers in agriculture that are available to them in their own backyard, which is Amazing. They could, they could stay local. They don't have to go far away. Agriculture is the number one employer in Ventura County. And yet our middle and high school kids don't even know about all the myriad of careers that, you know, that they can um, apply for. That is really surprising. Mm -hmm. And you have, there's scholarships too. You're connected to different organizations with scholarships as part of the STEAM Project. Yes, we, uh, with a partnership with Ventura College, we offer two scholarships a year um, for students that are majoring in um, agricultural science, or I believe the other one there is, um, they have an ag business uh, degree. Mm -hmm. So yes, we do offer scholarships as well. 
Okay. And um, tell us about the mobile van. There's a, a, a mobile classroom. Is that part of the, is that separate from the uh, farm lab classroom or is that part of the farm lab classroom? Paul, no pun intended, but you've done your homework. <laughs> well, it's my job. <laughs> yes. Um, when, when I was teaching the kids about the journey of their food, that's really our specialty. We break them up into the stations, but what we're trying to do is connect the dots for these kids from the soil all the way to their kitchen table. And so we call it the journey of the, our food program. Mm -hmm. So when we were talking about, um, you know, this, this, when we were talking to the kids about the journey of their food, we really concentrated on the farm and the agriculture and then the distribution to the, to the, um, to their home and to the restaurants and farmers markets. But what we weren't talking to the kids about is the nutritional value of these crops. And like Ventura County, we grow strawberries, raspberries, celery, avocados, tomatoes, kale, all, all these really nutritious crops. Mm -hmm. um, so we we're teaching about those crops, but we weren't telling them that kale is, there's so much vitamin A and, you know, right. peppers has a ton of vitamin C. And so we weren't talking to them about proper, uh, you know, making healthy school snacks and recipes and nutrition. So we created this um, nutrition program and we wrote a grant and we applied um, through what's called a specialty crop block grant mm -hmm. and we received it. And wow. so, um, so we were able to purchase a van and we call that van the Farm Fresh Mobile Classroom. Uh -huh. And so when my educators are going to the schools to teach that program, they drive the van and then the kids come out to the van and it's really colorful and it's right. decorated with all the different crops that we grow in Ventura County. So the van would probably go to the classroom before they actually come out to the farm. Or maybe they don't even um, well, the farm. It, they can go before or after. So we we do um, the part one is the agricultural introduction to agriculture. Uh -huh. Then we do the farm lab out at Petty Ranch. But I think the normal sequence would be to have the um, farm fresh van go, um, you know, be part three because that brings it all full circle to talk to them about you know the the eating of the locally grown fruits and vegetables. Gotcha. Now, in addition to all of that, you also help organize uh, Farm Day right, throughout <laughs> Ventura County. I mean, it's a, a busy organization, that is, and that's a huge event here locally. It, um, it is. And it was just another natural um, you know, evolution to what we do. After teaching thousands of kids, um, a lot of parents come. <laughs> on the field trips, attend the field trips as chaperones. Right. And they would say to me, I've lived in Ventura County my whole life and I've never been to this farm. Or um, when we would talk about that, the fact that there's, um, you know, $600 million worth of strawberries grown in the county, their jaws would drop. Or when they heard that agriculture employs 40,000 um, workers, they just, they had, they had no concept. So they would walk right. up to me and say, was that true? Is that, or they'd ask more questions. And I, and I thought to myself, we really need to have an agricultural edu 
education day for adults. Yeah. So I approached 10 different growers in 2013 and I said, um, would you um, want to participate in a day, um, open up your doors? And these are all growers that don't, they're not open to the public. And I said, would right. you open your doors to the public on one Saturday in the fall to educate them about where their food comes from? And all 10 said yes. That's incredible. So that was in 2013. So we just did our um, seventh annual Mm -hmm. and or a sixth annual and now we're going into our seventh and so it's pretty exciting yeah that is exciting i i drove by uh windy hill alpacas that day and it was it was packed i mean it was the parking was bumper to bumper and of course everybody loves alpacas you know so there were lots right. of families out there right well that part of it um a lot of people are like alpacas do they eat the alpacas no they don't eat the alpacas but they um they use the fleece uh -huh. to provide and, and they weave it to provide clothing so clothing is actually a form of agriculture as well but we have nurseries on the tour and it's called mm -hmm. ventura county farm day it's the first saturday in november um and we have row crop growers orchard um we have nurseries like how um howling's tomato nursery yeah um what else do we have? We have there's even history, history and arts. Yeah. I mean, agricultural history. We had the for the first year, and that was really um, exciting for me. Is the um, museum um, in Santa Paula that has an agricultural uh, art exhibit every fall? They actually participated this year as well. Is that the mill? Is that Oh, no, that's not at the mill. They participate. That's the Santa Paula Agricultural uh, Museum. No, this is um, the Jeanette Cole Art Center, which, okay. is, is, which is right across the street. Gotcha. And then you even have a, a wine tasting thing that was added, right, with, uh, in Ojai? I mean, that, that's a whole different world. Well, we, um, to kick off Farm Day, we have a dinner, and this year we had it at Topa Mountain Winery in Ojai, and we had a, a beautiful farm-to-table dinner, and we sourced a lot of the produce locally, which is wonderful, but they also got to feature, we got to feature a local winery, which was also nice. Very cool. And did I, did I read, too, that you have a tribute to Tom Petty at Petty Ranch? Is that something that I saw on the website? Um, not Tom Petty. No, I, I, no. Well, we, um, Chris Petty, um, he is our resident farmer at Farm Lab, uh -huh. and he was the MC of the event at, um, at uh, Topa Mountain Winery. So that's gotcha. probably, I actually, we actually gave an award, and it's called the Founders Appreciation Award, and this uh -huh. year it went to um, someone that really helps with a lot of the promotion for Ventura County Farm Day because as you can imagine to drive thousands of people to all those different farms we need to do a lot of promotion yeah so that's all paid for by the uh, participating ranches right I mean they're they're, they're opening their yes, doors. the sponsors <laughs> the banks have been super generous um, the sponsors have been generous and again I never when I when I started this uh, Ventura County Farm Day, it was purely for 
um, the, for the sake of agricultural education, right. um, I didn't know it was going to be one of our biggest fundraisers of the year. So yes, the farmers, ranchers, banks, um, and other local companies sponsored the event to, to help make it successful. If somebody wanted to get involved in SEAG, especially kind of on the on the student, you know, the elementary level, how would they go about doing that? If, if teachers are out there listening and thinking, hey, I want to bring my kids out to the farm or I want to talk to my principal about something like this, how would they go about? Mm -hmm. Well, go to SEAG.org and SEAG is spelled S-E-E-A-G, Students for Eco Education and Agriculture. And SEAG.org, you can put um, click contact us mm -hmm. and we will um, get back to them. But if you're a teacher or a principal um, and you want to take some of your kids on a free field trip, please contact us. And if you want to donate, and no donation is too small, if you want to donate $10 or $25, mm -hmm. it's tax deductible. And um, we have a donate button as well. Okay, great. Yeah. Well, thank you, Mary Marinville. I appreciate it very much. This has been very informative, and I know that our, our listeners out there, actually across America, will, will enjoy this. So thank you oh, for your time. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's my pleasure, and we love what we do, and um, you need to know where your food comes from. It, it, we do this three or more times a day we eat, and we we don't know the farmers that are growing our food. So that's my mantra. Go out and meet a farmer and learn where your food is coming from. Yeah, I remember, this is just a side note, but I remember in college, I went to UC Davis to be a farmer and I ended up with a degree in political science and took this long detour that I don't want to bore you with. But I, I remember in a public speaking class, I had to give a speech and I hadn't prepared. And just like any freshman in college, I was kind of last minute. And um, I thought, well, I'm gonna, I grew up on my grandparents' ranch in uh, Bardsdale, spent my summers working for them. And I thought, I'm going to give a speech on how to grow an orange. And it was the best speech I ever gave, and nobody knew anything about farming. And it was all downhill from there, because every speech I gave after that was like, it couldn't compare to the orange, the orange speech, they called it. <laughs> well, you, you spoke from the heart, and it's, you were speaking from your your experience of um, knowing about, you know, how to grow oranges. So that's great. And, and teaching people about um, food and agriculture, it's addicting. And everybody that I know that does it, we're all so passionate about it. Uh-huh. That's great. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Well, thank you. All right. We'll talk to you later. Talk soon. Okay. Bye. Bye.